Welcome to After Hours by Ashton and Mie. Today we're talking to Sarah Powell about learning to celebrate yourself. Hello, welcome to After Hours by Astrid Amiu. I am your host, Bella Jones, which I've just decided to start adding into my intro. And we are here with the very lovely Sarah Powell. Hi. Thank you so much for joining oh me today. Oh my gosh, I'm thrilled. Thanks for having me. I feel like if you're watching this on the video, I should apologise for my fringe. Your fringe is excellent. Well, that's really kind. It's desperate for a cut. And the thing is, there's a real line that you get to with your fringe. Uh-huh. And then... You know, it's all fun and games and then you can't see. Yes. And you just, I mean, you can't go a moment longer. And then also there was biblical weather, yeah. which meant I wore a dog walking coat to get here. So it's really, yeah, it's a real look. Do you cut your, do you, I have only cut it myself twice. Okay. Uh, and I was quite drunk. Yeah. And it was terrible. Oh. I mean, like a really unpleasant experience <laughs> for everyone involved. So never again. I did. But it's just, yeah, you need a you need a professional, right? Yeah, so you've got I a found. good relationship with your your hairdresser. You just go in every few weeks, super last minute. Yeah, like I need it now, now. <laughs> so, for anyone who doesn't isn't familiar with your work, can yeah. we give a little bit of um, an intro? Yes. So, what you do? So, I am the founder of Celebrate Yourself, mm-hmm. which is a framework which I have created because I want you to celebrate who you are. Yes. And so, I do this in two ways. Uh-huh. So, the first way is that I do bespoke ceremonies so i am an accredited wedding celebrant love so if that. you are watching this or listening and you are getting married hi hi <laughs> um and then the other thing that i do is i have a well-being and self-help tool which is self-celebration which okay. i do workshops and talks and online classrooms and last year i did the first celebrate yourself live which was like a big sort of party because i think that it is well-being yeah and it is sort of looking after yourself and being kind to yourself. But I think the thing is with well-being, it can get a bit earnest. Yeah. And it can get a bit serious. Yeah. And it can get a bit yoga mats and green juice. Uh-huh. You know, and there's a place for those things. Those things are glorious. But I wanted to do something else. You yeah. know, I wanted to do something that was cocktails and yeah. confetti and just a bit more fun. Well, this is it. I mean, it's that yoga, mats and green juice has its place, but it doesn't resonate with everyone. No. So, you know, what if you're not into that? How do you still continue to feel like you're looking after your well-being? That's it. And I think, yeah, because we, we get, you know, we hear about self-love so much and there's a lot mm. of Pinterest quotes. You know, you just yeah. got to love yourself. Just got to love yourself. Just love yourself. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know what it means yeah. when I'm somebody who's got to find a clean pair of pants every morning. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, and feed myself three times a day. <laughs> and so I think that, yeah, I think we can get quite stuck on the idea that self-love is a shopping spree or it's nice candles or it's a bubble bath and it is all those things it is absolutely all those things but it's also just those sort of day-to-day moments to remind Mm. ourselves we're doing all right you know what I mean and we're doing our best yeah that's kind of that that's really what's at the core of all of my work just having that moment to go oh do you know what it's messy and it doesn't look like how I thought it would and my fringe is awful (laughs) but I'm doing it like I'm here I put it on um I've made it my first couple of little bits of merchandise. And we should mention your lovely cups, Bella. Oh, I managed to get that in every yeah, single one. It's no so worry. amazing. I can't believe it. They're so good. But I made my first little bits of merchandise. Which uh, were? Which, which were tea towels. Nice. So everyone made, needs a tea towel. Everyone I needs a tea, nice towel. tea towel. And these are good ones because they actually dry stuff. You know how you yeah. get some tea towels that just sweet and yes. leave it wet <laughs> yes. yeah. we don't want that no um so and it says on it doing it babes 
just as that kind of reminder that whatever it looks like, we're here and we are doing it. Yeah. Amazing. So, and if they want to find you on social media? Oh, come on in. I am at this Sarah Powell. And I am constantly all over stories all the Uh time. Amazing. I'm just on my own in my house telling people about my Marmite jar running low. I love that that kind of stuff. Oh, it's all of that. It really is nonsense. I mean, just (laughs) drivel. But it's funny. It's a, it's a funny one with stories because mm. so my sort of former career so this is kind of like a second career for me yeah that was part of my yes I knew you were getting there Bella and I charged ahead no 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 that's good (laughs) do my job for me babe it's all good but the thing is with stories so so I was a radio presenter Mm -hmm. for years that Mm -hmm. that was my job like coming out of university that's what I went into what did you study at university I studied drama and theatre studies lovely at the University of Wales Aberystwyth where there's the vodka's very very cheap oh yeah and the music's very very bad (laughs) Um, and it was glorious I had the best time a lot of people who come out of of um, doing drama and theatre studies, mm. like drama school's the next thing. You yeah. know, you go and be in the bill. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah. You go and be a ca- in casualty. Yeah. And I just wasn't, I did, I was done. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I was like, this is kind of, I've, I've sort of gone as far as I could. So I was like, well, I like the radio yeah. and I like Joe Wiley. Yeah, so I'll go. She, I've just, I like lived and died by Radio One. Yeah. Just loved it. And so wanted to do that. And um, so literally, Came home, moved back in with my mum, got a job, rang a local tiny radio station yeah. and was like, are you looking for presenters? Mm. And they were like, yeah, which amazing. was amazing. Yeah. And I've always Perfect sort of... Timing. Well, that's Serendipity. it. And I'm a big fan of a phone call. Yeah. Like, I, lo- I know that, you know, vo- I love voice notes as well. Yeah. And I know we get, in- we get very into text and email and stuff yeah. like that, which is fine. But my husband now, he's like, if I need something doing, like if I'm going to book a table, I won't really do it online. Oh. I'll always ring up because then I'll go, can you, can you give us a nice table? And I think if you're nice on the phone, yeah. then they'll be like, they'll write a note. And you've I got, like to think of them going, good- 7.30, Sarah, she's nice. Yeah, yeah but they will. You're like, yeah. all, I mean, I've worked in loads of places and you speak to someone, you go, oh yeah, they sound like a good person. I'll serve that table. That's it. People yeah. want to help you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've always said this. I think if you're nice and if you're kind, yeah. I'm a huge believer in kindness not only yeah. to yourself but actually to each other I think mm-hmm. I think it just makes everything you'll be amazed how much people will help you yeah. just by being really nice or yeah. really kind like I had um I fell in love with this Topshop jumpsuit a couple of years ago loved it was yeah. obsessed and really wanted it so called them like I don't know whatever <laughs> customer services and got this guy and was telling him I was like this jumpsuit's amazing it's gonna change my life I need this jumpsuit and, he's, and I was sort of telling him my size and everything and he said there's one like he could have gone it's out of stock yeah bye but he didn't he was like oh I'm gonna have a look I'm gonna look through all the shops oh, and he found one him. and then he rang the store and this girl went and found it like in the back <laughs> of the stock room took that and I still have that jumpsuit and I I just I mentioned it because it's. I feel like it's a good example of yeah. when you are nice. Yeah. When you're nice, you'll be amazed how pe- how much people will want to help. respond to it. And yeah. also for him on the other end of the phone, that's something that I live by is do everything to the best of your ability. Yeah. If you do something and you're like, nah, you're not going to enjoy yourself. He sits there in customer services and he speaks to people all day. Yeah. Him about jumpsuits. Yeah, but he's going to get real job satisfaction and be like, oh, I really managed to help that girl. And she was so grateful. Like yeah. that would make his day. And everyone's just like, 
in a better mind frame because of it. I really believe that. And that Mm. sounds, I know that sounds woo woo that, you know, that old thing of like, if you don't see someone with a smile, give them one of yours. (laughs) You know, that awful fridge magnet (laughs) saying, but I do believe that it, like you said, I think that it does have a tiny knock on effect, like a little butterfly effect. Yeah. Because if you're having a, you know, you feel better, they feel better. They, something else might go better for them. Yeah. yeah. You don't know, but you may as well. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. may as well go with it. Yeah, of yeah. course. So you were a radio presenter. Tell yes. me all about that. What was so, your show? It, so originally my show was like on the tiniest station in Macclesfield where I'd been to school. And I did that thing of like going in and making the tea they needed presenters. I got a little show at the weekend. Yeah. And then I wrote to everyone, all the stations in the Northwest where I was, I hand wrote letters with oh. my demo <laughs> and basically said, nobody wants to work at Christmas. I will come and work at, with you at Christmas. So smart. It was not, And I think I had good advice to do that. I think somebody had told me, I don't, I didn't, I don't want you to sit here and go, God, you're so, like you thought of that. I didn't <laughs> no, think of that. Somebody would have gone, do you know it. what you should do? I did it. Yeah. I did do it. I did do it. <laughs> and I sent out like 30 and I think three people called me. So that was like One the next ten, bit. Game. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I got on a bit and then eventually I got, <laughs> I co-presented a breakfast show in Bolton. Okay. <laughs> which was dire. So did you have to move to Bolton? No, 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 no. I did like, I just drove up. So I was Uh still living at home. I was still living with my Uh mum. But I was just, because if you do a breakfast show, I mean, you have to get up at like four or whatever to be on air at six. (laughs) And then, you know, and I was, some people are built for it. Yeah. I am not one of those people. (laughs) And I mean, I would come home. I would get home at like 11. I would go to bed. I would get up. I would have my tea and watch Coronation Street, go back to bed and get up. I had nothing to talk about on that show. Oh. I was the only thing I talked about was, did you see Coronation Street last night? That was it. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was, the, the studio overlooked like a, a, a scrapyard. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it was really bad. Like the walls had fleas in them. So it was, it was, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great. Yeah. Um, but I left there and I applied for a job in Brighton. Mm-hmm. So I went down to Brighton to a little independent station and that was my like big adventure. Like I was yeah. 23 and I was in Brighton. I was in yeah. bands. It was all wicked. great. Yeah, it was great. It it's was a cool brilliant. place to be too. It was Brighton's really, wicked. really cool. It was lovely. And because it, it was an independent station, they kind of let you get on with it, which mm-hmm. was really nice. And then from that, eventually I moved up to London. Yeah. Um, and then I got my sort of sort of last job that I had on the radio was Heat Radio, which is oh, like the yeah. magazine. Yeah, at the Bauer Studio. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it was... Um, uh, within, so it was like Heat magazine. Uh-huh. So lots of celebrities. Jamie Lang was always knocking about, fun. and it was fun. It yeah. was really, really fun, and it was fun, kind of until it wasn't. Mm. And then I was kind of done. And the same, you know, I remember like it was like, well, what are we going to do for bank holiday this time? And yeah. and I'd sort of, and also I'd interviewed Lady Gaga. I was like, this isn't. <gasps> I've peaked. Like oh my God. I, I've done, I'm done now. Can you just talk yes. to me a little bit about what oh, Lady Gaga was, was like? She was just great. She was just she was just brilliant. She was yeah, I do. Yeah. And I was just yeah, she was just lovely. She had she had this top on 
that wasn't was like you know when you can see somebody's underboob yeah and i was uh, yeah uh, that's the main thing that i can remember so uh, all know, my tops could potentially like, show yeah. my underboob <laughs> take my bra off <laughs> not like gaga <laughs> i really believe that there is no greater feeling than taking your oh, bra off when you get home at the end of the day what? it's just the jo- and yeah. also i can never go out again like that is yeah. it that's done for the day yeah. like if we need something for dinner forget it yeah coriander <laughs> i'm not going anywhere i've taken my bra off yeah, that's, that's so it true. That's so, so true. it was all brilliant it was amazing there was amazing opportunities like Gaga and then kind of two things happened I was done yeah um but I would never leave because how could you leave yeah once you're at that point totally everyone else if you say it they're like what yeah what and also I had nothing to go to (laughs) I was like well I can't just leave yeah and it all coincided with a big shift at the station and effectively like I was that person who lost their show you know it was that conversation Mm. and it was that moment which in one sense was great uh-huh. because it gave me that push. In another way, it's really crap to be told to leave a party you're not you're, enjoying. Yeah. You know, it's you don't like, want to feel rejected. You want yeah, it to be on your terms. Nobody wants that. So mm. anyway, but it, I, I maintain it was the best thing. Mm. It was the best thing. And so I sort of came off the back of the radio and I was like, right, this is going to be great. I'm yeah. going to find my thing. I'm going to find the thing I'm yeah. meant to be doing. This is glo- I'm going to find my purpose. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Watch me go. And I really thought, I was like, I'll have a new career by next week. Yeah. This will be fantastic. And it was pretty awful for oh. about a year. Yeah. It was a really, because I just didn't know. No. That was the hardest thing. And I think we underestimate that a lot because mm. I think that, you know, quite often, there are not very many people who go, I just want to be a baker. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. very clear on it. That's what I really so want to do. So jealous of those people. That's it. If you yeah. know, that is, oh my gosh, 90% of the battle. Because yeah. I just didn't know. So it was very hard. I didn't know where to place my energy. Yeah. I didn't sort of have any direction and things like that. Um, and I call that the wilderness now, yeah. that sort of wilderness time. I mean, I've been there. I was made redundant and I was a bit like... And it's weird because in your mind, you're like, oh, I'm I'm going to go and do something else because that wasn't serving me and I wasn't happy. Yeah. But your emotional like reflexes draw you back to the same place. Yeah. So you're going to keep looking at radio jobs because that's what you've always did. That's even it. though you theorised, well, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Oh, but look, this has come up on LinkedIn and oh, look, so-and-so's gone there. And it's kind of like, it takes a long time to like, step apart from that and be like no actually no like stay in the past and it's scary yeah you know i think it's really really scary and i think as well exactly what you're saying people also tell you that's your identity they're like well you're that because that's what you've always done so you know so you have to sort of deal with all of that Mm. you know i had a lot of moments in the wilderness people like what do you do and i was like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) and it's like because you do like especially you've been you've been very focused on your career for a long time so i was I was like, I was a stylist and I was a fashion editor. And for a really long time, I was like, I'm a fashion editor. I'm a fashion editor. Then, then I wasn't. Yeah. Because magazines like went up the shitter, basically. <laughs> um, and I was just like, well, then what am I? Yeah. And I felt like a fraud if I called myself a stylist, if I hadn't done a shoot within the last three weeks or wow. something. Wow. Like yeah. I had it really bad. It's really funny, yeah. isn't it? How we create these rules. Which is bullshit. Yeah, because yeah. nobody's calling us out on them. No. Nobody's going, well, you say you're a stylist. Hang on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, Show me your steamer. Yeah. <laughs> well, who have you styled? Like, bring, them, bring them in now. Nobody's yeah. doing that. No. You know, nobody's doing that. Mm. Um, but yeah, all of that, went through yeah. all of that, all of that kind of identity stuff, that mm. soul stuff searching um and just yeah not being able to sort of find out 
what my thing was. Yeah. And then something that happened, I talk about this book all the time. No, so I love it. There was a book called You Are a Badass. I read Have it. Have you read it? I love it. Jen Sincero. Yes. It's yeah. a fantastic my book. My friend gave it to me oh, when I was made redundant and I didn't know what the hell I was doing in my life. And did it help? Yes. Yeah. I love it. It's a really... get her in. Yeah. yeah, she'd be great on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, she That book just found me, uh, I imagine like you, yeah. it just found me at the right moment. Uh-huh. And it had actually been on my shelf for a year. Oh, wow. And somebody came around and they were like, oh my God, this book's great. And I was uh-huh. like, I haven't read it. <laughs> and then they, they said, it'll change your life. And to, to a point, like it yeah. sounds a lot, you know, but it did. Yeah. Because what she does in that book is she really forces you to really get to grips with anything that you enjoy, anything, no matter what it looks like, just mm-hmm. one small thing that you enjoy. And actually she makes it your responsibility yeah. to do it. Yeah. And she really, she really places all of that with you. Mm-hmm. Like it's up to you if yeah. you're going to do it. If you don't like your job, if you don't like your home, if you want to go traveling, it is up to you. Yeah. Um, and I, I loved that. That yeah. really helped because it's kind of a little bit scary to really be like, scary. oh, this is my, this is, this is my responsibility, yeah. but also empowering because mm. you're like, but fuck, yeah, it is my responsibility and I can do something about it. I'm not stuck. I'm not, you know, I have choices. Yeah. And I don't have to wait for somebody else. No, or permission. I don't have to, yeah, yeah. I don't have to wait for, for somebody else to see me as a stylist yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. or say, yes, you are a good baker yeah. or whatever it <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, yeah. you know, we, we don't have to wait. And I think by mm. that point, because I'd had this year, I was so done waiting. Like yeah. I was so bored of it and yeah. sick of it and I was like I'll give anything a go yeah <laughs> at the moment you know what I mean like why not that's um, why I'm here that's it that, and that's <laughs> like literally yeah. why I'm here yeah. um and so the other thing that happened was I met my business coach uh-huh. and I always always say that if I hadn't met Lucy I wouldn't have a business it would still be me having a bit of an idea I'm always confused by a business coach because mm. I've kind of, people have said to me, oh, she's a business coach, but yeah. what do they, what do they do? So for me, <laughs> yeah. what she, the, the reason that Lucy, so it's Lucy Sheridan and the reason uh-huh. that she was so amazing was one, she gave me the confidence uh-huh. when I was like, I just don't think I'm very good. Yeah. She was great for going, yes, you are because of yeah. it. So, so there's that real support yeah. there. So there's that thing, but also there's the very, very practical support of, mm. I think when you start a business, for example, you know, you need a website yeah now build website can sit on a to-do list for nine months uh-huh. easily because who has time yeah. to actually physically do it and you need photos so you yeah. get your photos done oh i'll do my photos at some oh, i'll find someone to do my photos mm. so i think what having a coach there it really makes you accountable mm. and it creates that plan for you so things happen like your photos get done I need a coach. Because you, yeah. <laughs> exactly. okay. Yes, yeah. I need these things. And you yeah. need, you know, you, you also need somebody to go, they've, I've been booked for this. What do I charge? Yeah. You know, how much money, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So th- there's just a lot that goes mm. into it. And actually, and Lucy's amazing as well because she's really good at branding. Mm. So creating that brand, you know, getting that message that is so hard to do on your own. You yeah, know, to you sit and write your brand message. Yeah. Of, I'm Sarah and I like this. You know what yeah, I mean? That's yeah. sort of, to just get really, really clear about uh-huh. those things. And like I say, I w- it would not be a business, a functioning business that anybody who arrives at my website knows what it is, yeah. how they can work with me, yeah. what I'm about. Like they can pick it up. Yeah. And that's thanks to Lucy, largely. Right. Yeah. Amazing. I suppose, and because you are a person versus a product. Yes. How you, I mean, obviously I've been on your website and I've seen you do celebrant stuff and you do talks and you do, and all this amazing things, but she 
pulled that out and to be like, these are the things that you can sell. Yeah. This is how you package them. Yeah, I think, yeah, right. she did. Yeah, okay. products and services. Yeah, because mm. I knew, so so after reading Jen Sincero, I was like, I really want to be on stage yeah. talking yeah. and people are having a good time, yeah. but it's not comedy. I thought it was comedy for a minute and yeah. I was like, it's not yeah. comedy. Yeah. Wait a minute, there's something. Yeah. And that was really, and then I'd retrained to do the celebrant thing because it was something that I talked about for a couple of years. But how nice. That was lovely. Tell me about the first wedding that you did. So the first wedding that I did was not as an official celebrant. It was for Don't Tell the Bride. <gasps> Which oh was, my God. yeah. So I went to like somebody's house for yeah. lunch and this couple were there and my friend said, oh, they're going on Don't Tell the Bride. And I couldn't get my hat yeah. on. I was yeah. like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, tell me everything. Yeah. And they weren't, you know, normally when you watch, if you haven't seen Don't Tell the Bride, no. oh, it's, yeah. it's they're, they're getting married and the groom does everything. Uh-huh. Every tiny detail, the dress, the cake, the wedding, everything. Yeah. And they don't speak for three weeks. And the next time that they meet up is at the wedding yeah um and there's always drama something yeah. always goes wrong somebody always cries you he know picks there's a shit stuff. dress yeah whatever. And she yeah. tries it on she's like you know yeah. and they have to ring him and go she hates it all this sort of thing and so they were going on didn't think anything of it he sent me a message a few weeks later and he was like we need like a um, uh, like a compare for the day yeah. and I've obviously done radio and so yeah I can talk you uh-huh. can see that so I was like sure yeah I'll come and do- I've got a voice that carries I can do that <laughs> and then they needed a bit of a ceremony for the program yeah. so it was just brilliant so I was like "Ooh, yeah I'll do it. you know so you google it and everything Fun. put it yeah. together <laughs> um obviously thought I'd be very central to that episode of Don't Tell the Bride <laughs> was in it for 30 seconds at at most Um, but just really enjoyed it and I've always sort of thought with weddings weddings you spend so long Mm. you spend so much time and so much money Mm. but the thought that goes into it so how can we make this the most personal thing possible how can we every time you know the favors on the tables and the seating but everything is so 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 much thought and effort goes in and yet quite often you have to have the ceremony that you're given yeah you know which is the point of the day in a lot of ways and I think as well Often people going to weddings, the ceremony can be the boring bit. Yeah, it Do you know totally what I mean? is. Like it's like, oh, we've got to behave ourselves and then we can have a drink. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so I, when I do wedding ceremonies, I want, I want the celebration to start the moment, like, we welcome everyone to the wedding yeah so if you haven't sort of been to a celebrant wedding so i'm a humanist celebrant Mm -hmm. so it every inch of that ceremony is built around the couple so it tells their story and it just really reflects all of their values and what's important to them and, and to just really like the best compliment i think is if somebody a guest at our wedding comes up to me and they're like god it was so them you know, oh, that's what I yeah. want. Oh, it was so then. Because every every ceremony is completely different because every couple is completely yeah. different. Um, but it is the most gorgeous thing. Mm. It's so gorgeous. And it's it's a really lovely thing to work with a couple on. Like I go and meet them yeah. and we really sort of get into what they're about and, you know, how they, the stories like of how they met and stuff. People, I've got couples that are like, God, this is like therapy. You know, oh, it's such yeah. a lovely process, especially when you're building up to your wedding and everything can be stressful mm. and can be difficult. Like it's a really lovely time to go why are you getting married and yeah. you know what do you really love about each other and remind you know, them when they're getting stressed out about it's, how much she's spending on flowers and his mum's getting involved with the shoes and all it. that stuff because they are stressful you know I got yeah. married a couple of years ago and it was one of the most stressful 
yeah. times you know it yeah. just was like I'm not going to dress it up because it just was so yeah I like to that's what I want I want it to be joyful and fun and happy and I love it yeah. I absolutely love it so all my wedding stuff is marriedbysarah.com so uh-huh. it's slightly separate from sort of my web, main website mm. but it's um but yeah so I retrained a couple of years ago so I'd done that training when I met Lucy right Lucy came on our podcast series which is called Wobble Right, so, lovely. Which is about, um, I co-present it with Jules von Hepp. Uh-huh. And it's all about body confidence and happiness. Oh my God. we wobble and yeah. we yeah. wobble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we have lovely guests on. And Lucy, yeah. is, as well as doing sort of all her business coaching, is the comparison coach. Oh, so she is the world's first and only coach and, and her goal is to coach a million people wow. to get them out of comparison which is she's amazing and it's it, comparison creeps up yeah in so many different places and it's the, and honestly it's so funny that you say that because that for me is the one thing I say to anyone that's like oh I feel I'm like listen there's always someone better there's always someone worse mm, mm. focus on yourself you can only do you like yeah it's the worst thing it is and it creeps uh-huh. suddenly like you know we all do it on instagram yeah instagram just turns it up even though you know i'm really mindful about who i follow and things yeah. like that even then even then people will still i'll be like oh i want that yeah. and whatever yeah. it is whether it's a yeah. house or a dog or a job or whatever like we yeah. all do it and it's completely normal and human yeah, yeah. but it's amazing how it can creep in it's managing it. It's like, yes. being like, I want that, but actually like not letting it affect you. Yeah. Or I want that and it's under my skin and actually I don't feel good enough now. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And really good. But it's, it's hard. Yeah. And Lucy, Lucy has this great trick, which is to say, um, good for you. The same for me. Mm. so good for you brilliant that you've got that really yeah. happy for you same for me that's what I want because the thing is with comparison it's only showing us something that yeah. we kind of want anyway yeah. well, if we wouldn't it. be bothered do you know no. what I mean like I'm never bothered about anyone's white sofa because no. I don't want a white sofa <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, in, yeah. I'm like good for you babes knock yeah. yourself out on your white sofa <laughs> yeah. but if I see somebody on like a fantastic I don't know, holiday. Like I've got yeah. a real sort of thing at the moment that I'm desperate to go on holiday. Yeah. So if I see somebody on that, I'm naturally mm. going to go, oh, because it's yeah. what I want. Yeah. That's it. It's only ever showing us something yeah. about ourselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? I always kind of try and pull it apart. So it's like, you've got jealousy where you don't want the person to have the thing. And then you've got envy where they have the thing and I would also like the thing. Yes. And I would say that I'm not in any way, I'm not a jealous person. I would never begrudge anyone anything, but I would also sometimes quite like that thing too. <laughs> yes. So can I have another bit? But then I also try and say, there's plenty for everyone including me there is that's there a really is. good one to have absolutely <laughs> that abundance true. yes there is plenty for everyone including me of everything nothing is like finite you know so no. kind of reminded but a comparison coach is something that i think most people probably need oh my god absolutely and i yeah. can't say enough good things like lucy's instagram she's at lucy sheridan is amazing and she's just written her book the comparison cure and if it is Ooh. you know because i also compare myself to who i was years ago yeah you know a sort of past self yeah and a future self yeah like oh my glittery shiny future self yeah has all those things yeah. and is living her best life but yeah. i'm not i've just got to wait yeah. so it's a really it's really strange the way mm. it can creep in yeah. yeah that future self thing i think i'm really guilty of too yeah so i'm kind of like oh when i open my business then i'm just gonna drink juice every day yes. and i honestly had that thought i'm like where delivers there and i'm like what if I really want to drink juice every day, I can drink juice every day now. Yeah. Like, why do I have to do that when I'm this different person? That's like, it. I talk about this a lot. This always comes up whenever we talk about self-celebration. Mm. And I call it the waiting room. Okay. And you can be in it, like, you can put yourself in a waiting room about juice. 
You know, you can be like, my future self drinks juice, (laughs) but not me, not now. And mine for years, for years and years and years, like most of my life was my weight. Yeah. Always when I lose Mm. weight. When I lose weight, I'll wear great clothes. When I lose weight, I'll really love myself. When I I lose weight, then I'll eat well. Yeah. It's really weird how we sort of reverse it. Yeah. Because it's so often the big stuff happens when we change the little stuff. Yeah. But we get it the wrong way around. We yeah. think, no, I'll change the big stuff. Yeah. I'll lose weight mm-hmm. and then I'll be able to, all those little yeah. other things will fall into place. Something I've been really guilty of with my weight, because my weight's been, oh, I said the other day, I've been an eight, I've been an 18, I'm up and down all over the place. But it's like, I used to deprive myself. I'd be like, well, no, I don't deserve to buy nice clothes mm. in this size because I'm going to lose weight anyway and then I won't be able to fit me. And it was like, that's fucking bullshit. Mm. I deserve nice clothes right now as I am, enjoying my bloody Babco and just get on my fucking life. Oh my God, you know I mean? amen, Bella. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I was the same. Yeah. I was the same. I'd be like, no, I won't buy nice clothes. I'll buy this because it'll be useful. Yeah. I'll buy this because it'll do. Yeah. You know, but in the future, yeah, yeah. I'll wear nice stuff. Yeah. I'll wear the stuff I want to wear. And it was amazing you know, I got, this was lovely. Last year, Oliver Bonus wrote to me. Nice. They were like, really nice. <laughs> and they were like, would like to gift you something. And mm-hmm. my initial reaction was, could you come back in, in a, in a bit of a oh, while? Because yeah. I will have lost weight then. And so it was amazing because I ended up going into the shop and trying stuff on in my size that I was yeah. then. And it was really nice. Yeah. And it turns out that I could wear nice clothes. Yeah. I did it with, um, I did a bit of, so as well as sort of doing radio, I did a bit of TV as well. Mm. And I did this morning mm-hmm. for quite a, quite a while. And it was the same thing when they rang and they were like, could you come in? Fantastic. I yeah. love this morning. But my initial reaction was, I haven't lost weight yet. Could yeah. you could you call me again yeah. in six months? Because I'll be the right size yeah. there. It was so, yeah. but quite subconsciously, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like not actively going, I am waiting for everything. No, but it's that. But it's, it's it comes a, in. It's a physical feeling as well. Yeah. So I, I mean, I've had like, I mean, I do little things, but I had this video again that came up the other day and I was like, oh, they want to film me and they want to do this thing, but oh God, fuck. And I literally, I felt it like in my heart. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I need to get Botox. Oh my God, I need to lose like four stone. And then I was like, no, fuck that. They haven't asked that person that doesn't exist yet. Yeah. They've asked me, seeing me as I am right now, like, yes, get your shit together and get on with it. That's it. I mean? Because we only have, it has to be what it is yeah. now. I know that sounds, they that's buying, an appalling sentence. But, but that's it. But we only have this. Yeah. We can't wait for it to be perfect no. because it never will be. No. You know, we only have this like, you know, I, I, I've got this fringe. This is the fringe Which I have for this gorgeous. podcast record, recording. And like that's Bridget the way it Bardot is. Bridget Bardot and beautiful well, and like gorgeous colour and... <laughs> Yeah. Bridget Bordeaux in the rain. Yeah. Sexy. <laughs> Shit, that is, se- well, that is a sexy vision. Bridget Bordeaux in the rain. In a one bed in North London with the damp. <laughs> yes, sure, I'll take it. Take it, babe. That's another thing we're really guilty of. Yeah. And, like, you know. Oh, terrible. Terrible at taking compliments. Mm. A lot of people are. And, you know, it's, I always say, if you're bad at taking compliments, you know, if somebody goes, oh, I like your top. And you're like, oh, this own thing. Don't even look at me. I wouldn't put the bins out in it. Ah, it was in the sale. They are, you know. Yeah. Um, then say thank you first. That's it. Because if you say thank you, then you can. If, if yeah. you want to say all those things, you can. 
but just take it. Yeah. First, just go, thank you. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but or yeah. if like someone wants to get like, why is, I love giving stuff, but I find it so difficult to receive. So if I'm out for like, we do the thing, you fight. Who's going to pay? I'm yes. going to pay. No, I'm going to pay. No, I'm going to fucking pay. <laughs> and it's like, you have to take, I have to do it, take it in terms of my friends now. Or, and even then they can't receive it. I'm like, just say thank you. Just yeah. say thank you or yeah. like, let me pay because it's your birthday. Like, where yeah. does that, where the fuck does that come from? I wonder if it's a bit of people play, pleasing. Oh, I'm a massive people pleaser. I am. No, well, I, I was am. actually. I've, I've, mm. I've kind of had to get to grips with it because it yeah. was totally... Like, I was just obsessed with what people thought of me. Mm. Way ahead of what I thought of me. Yeah. And actually, the wilderness was quite a nice moment for that mm-hmm. because... I did lose the radio. So yeah. the, my identity had changed, like we said. Yeah. And so everybody's opinion of me, like it was kind of worst case scenario. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. was like, oh my God, what must people think? And it was really, it was a really lovely opportunity to let a lot of it go mm. and to just go, okay, I, I can't do both. I yeah. can't figure this out, what I'm meant to be doing and manage everybody's opinion and expectation of me but it really ruled me for a long year for years and years and years Mm. I was constantly obsessed with what people thought of me you know running back over conversations oh that's the worst nights out and all that kind of stuff God I said that were they offended it's about like that self that narrative of like double checking everything that you say and like going that's the worst thing when you're in bed and you're like I said something really weird today yeah like that is, but and that's why I think quite an anxious thing that for me yeah when yeah. I'm feeling anxious I do that and when I'm not anxious I don't yes that's, and I can yeah. kind of pick it apart definitely um so before you arrived today we had a couple of little points which I'm just going to touch on now talk to me about what it means to have fun and be fun so I struggled with fun for a okay. long time in, in what the, sense in that I had a very sort of narrow idea of what it meant to be fun and this comes back to the people pleasing yeah actually because I thought I had to be the life and soul of the party all the time. Oh. Otherwise, people wouldn't really like me. Exhausting. You know, people, oh my God, it was very, very exhausting. Yeah. It was draining. So it was, it did look like being, you know, swinging from a chandelier and <laughs> yeah. drinking all the drinks and snogging everyone. I mean, that does and, sound you know, kind of fun. And, and there were occasions <laughs> where it was fun. Yeah. But there was a lot of times when it wasn't. And yeah. there was a lot of things like coming to do things like coming to do something like this with you today mm. I would have been like oh god how am I going to be fun how am I going to you know how am I going to make this the most fun what am wow. I and it's a really it's really lovely to settle in and, and trust yourself mm-hmm. do you know what I mean and yeah. just sort of be a bit kinder to yourself yeah and to go do you know what it'll be what it'll be yeah whatever happens whatever I say that was what happened on that day at yeah. that time at a different day and a different time. I might have said something different, mm. but that's how it went. And to actually forgive yourself around it as that's well. That's such a big one, forgiving yeah. yourself for all the stupid shit we do, right? Yeah, because <laughs> we're not perfect. No. And we do make mistakes. Mistakes are so... Mistakes need to be celebrated a yeah. lot more. That's part of yeah. yeah, a lot of the stuff that I talk about because mm. it's okay. Mm. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> it's all Don't worry. Yeah. But we all need a bit of that sometimes. Yeah. Someone to just not judge you and just be like, you know what? It's all right, babe. Yeah. And how amazing to be able to learn to do that for yourself, right? Yeah. Like what an incredible tool to put in the kit to like get through the day. That's it. And I think we've got a big fear that that'll come across as arrogant or, yeah. you know, that we'll spill over into, well, I just make mistakes and I hurt people and I just don't care about it actually. Yeah. 
yeah. and I just think that that's such a strange and abstract fear yeah because no you know chances are if you are really worried about what people think you're not going to suddenly turn into that other no. person no, who no. really doesn't care what anyone thinks <laughs> yeah. actually yeah. you know overnight so I think something in the middle yeah is nice find that way yes find that way talk to me about the joy of getting older as well. Well, I just think that a lot of this stuff, a lot of the people pleasing, mm. a lot of the career stuff, a lot of kind of getting to know yourself and who you are and learning yourself. Do you know what mm. I mean? Learning, oh, that doesn't really work for me yeah. or I'm not at my best when I do those things. Yeah. So, you know, which takes so long. Yeah. Like even it the little so things, long. Yeah. don't be tired. Yeah. Make sure you've eaten. Go for a wee. The stuff that like weirdly I'd like deprive myself of like, I'm going to go on three hours sleep and actually it's fine. I'll be really hungover. And it's like, babe, don't do that. Yeah. Don't be a dickhead. That's it. <laughs> like, I would have thought yourself. that was, I would have thought that was fun. I would have thought that's what I needed to do to be fun. Oh, like wow. less sleep, hungover. That's yeah. what makes, it's really weird. I don't know. I don't know where it all came from. And I think that so much of it, you can let go of it mm. as you get older. I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know that, like, I'm 36 now. Same, babes. Babes. 36 is a good yeah, age. Do you know what? It's great. Yeah. Because every year... I let go of something else. Yeah. You know, I let go of something else and I'm like, I'm just not going to worry about that anymore. Yeah. I'm not going to be kind of, you know, um, sort of obsessed with that anymore. I'm yeah. not going to, I'm going to let that go. And that doesn't work for me and that's okay. I'm going to mm. let it go. And I've always said that I can't wait to be 45 because Ooh. if I'm like this at 36, yeah. for, I'm going to be glorious. Yeah. Like I will have really figured things out by 45. Yeah. I, will, I will just be quite clear by then I mean obviously new things will yeah. come in yeah. but yeah just in terms of really knowing yourself yeah. and knowing how to take care of yourself knowing how to love yourself mm -hmm. which I know you might be listening to this cringing not going, at all yeah. no 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 everything's you know, resonating massively. it's all of that yeah I think it does get better so I think there is you know how people have JOMO which is the joy of missing out. Like there was FOMO, oh, yes. wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, which I love when someone cancels. Oh, there's nothing that gives Isn't me... Isn't that the worst? You're like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm really tired after work and what? I'm going to have to like do something with my fucking hair. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to do it first? And you wait and you wait yeah. and it gets closer to the time and then you get the text, babes, and you're like, yeah. The relief, <laughs> the relief of it all washes over yeah. you. And there was a great one the other day, a thing on Instagram that was like, making plans sounds like a good idea until you have to get dressed and leave your house. Yeah, you it's know, so true. it's all like, yeah and I put this is awful but I will put things in the diary knowing full well oh no as I it mean gets, it oh, I say it. yes to everything yeah. and then I forget and I'm so bad at double booking and I'm so bad at being like oh my god I'm actually on holiday then I'm yeah. really sorry <laughs> I'm actually not in the country yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. really sorry but I mean yeah. it at the time and then I get yeah. to the day and I'm like I'm tired yeah <laughs> but, and actually that's a really good example of knowing yourself a little better yeah. because yeah. There was, I used to say yes to everything people please they've uh -huh. got to say yes they'll hate me if I don't yeah and now it's lovely to turn things down mm. As they come in, instead of getting into that position where you've said yes to something that I didn't want to do yeah. ever and then having to get out of it near yeah. the time. So that's been a big one for me, actually, yeah. going, I'm, I'm, I can't come. No to that. No, but yeah. the thing that I had to learn to say no to, I mean, was my friend's kids' birthday parties. Right. they'd always invite me and I don't have any kids and I'll be like, okay. And then now I'm just like, absolutely not. <laughs> yes. That sounds awful. <laughs> I can't come. When is yeah. it? And like, so some of them just like knew and stopped inviting me. And then yeah. my friend still like sent me the thing. And he was like, 
I know you're going to say no because you said no last time and I was like mate they're all sticky it's like horrible (laughs) or like the last time I went to I turned up with a bottle of Prosecco and it just like didn't go well so I was just like just good yeah so I mean, no should that. definitely definitely be booze at kids parties yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean that's yeah, yeah I wouldn't go no. I wouldn't go no but, but there is yeah there is definitely a joy uh-huh. a joy in missing what's that a joy of getting older yeah so what's that J-O-G-O Joggo I've Joggo. got Joggo there you go add that into the uh, I've got Joggo yeah joy of getting older joy of getting older so what is next because I feel like I, do you know what I feel like you need a TED talk Oh my gosh, that's very kind. I, I might do. go and do one in a minute. I do after this. <laughs> no, I feel like that. I feel like that's on the agenda. Oh, well, that, you're welcome, babe. I'm going to take that. Do yeah. Thank you very thank much. You. That's there very very kind. Thank you. Um, so something that I did start recently mm-hmm. is I love a. This is something I've learned about myself. I love an early dinner um, mm. or a late dinner either or because I want to live the dream of having four meals a day Bella that's what's going really going on yeah so a lot of my friends don't live in London Uh so when they come in we'll have like dinner at five o'clock and then they'll go and get the train home yeah (laughs) and so I call it a granny supper because like grannies eat very early Yeah, yeah, yeah and so I started and I just did my first one last weekend a granny supper club I saw this so this yeah. and it, well, do you know what it was the most gorgeous afternoon like I do them so it's four till seven uh-huh. and we eat at five and it's just gorgeous people <laughs> yeah. lovely chats yeah like I was home with my pajamas on by half eight I was the dream the, the dream yeah. the actual dream <laughs> and so that's lovely and that's been a really lovely way of bringing people together yeah. and, and sort of getting everyone in a room together and just having nice food and things like that um celebrate yourself live i will do again yes i will it wiped me out and i had to go and have a big lie down um but i do want to do it again yeah. i really really want to do that again and yeah just more 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 of this because i just love real life stuff yeah. you know instagram's awesome i love uh-huh. stories um and i love talking to people on there and all that kind of stuff but i also love seeing everyone yeah and getting everyone together and i think that's it is it's taking it into IRL. IRL IRL yeah that's it and then actually having that experience and these people that maybe you're messaging you every day or you know that, that, and yeah. they feel like they're part of your life like i love people that story all the time and it can be like they're sat in their car talking about stuff in sainsbury's and i do that when i'm on holiday but i don't do that at home yeah so i'm just kind of like oh right oh what did she get oh she's gone and got that brownie yeah. from little oh my that's god i want to go i want that brownie from little <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. and you feel so intimately connected with them because yeah. I, people will say shit on their stories that they're not going to bother telling their mates. Yeah. like, you know, I had a nice brownie. Yeah. I mean, it depends, how, depends yeah. how good it how was. Good. Yeah. yeah, but not that's necessarily. It. But but I that's why I started stories mm. because I, I'd lost my radio show and I was literally on my own in my house with no one to talk to. Yeah. And so I started talking <laughs> to Instagram. Yeah. And I always say all my friends are on Instagram. I've Aww. met so many lovely... I know social media, you know, there's so much wrong with it. Yeah. But for me, I've always had a nice time. Yeah. And I've always met amazing people and met had really incredible connections. Mm. And so, yeah, I always say all my, all my friends are on Instagram. Amazing. That's where they all are. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you so, so, so much. And I love all your messages and I want to come to your granny's supper club oh my god babes you you must come you must come thank you so much for having me amazing after hours Ashley Mew woo thank you for listening to after hours by Ashley Mew make sure you subscribe to our podcast and if you've enjoyed this episode please leave us a review see you back here next week for a brand new episode 